Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the After Hours live stream right here on TikTok. And if you're watching on a different platform later on, welcome. Hope you enjoy this just as much. You can catch my live streams as they happen over on TikTok. Uh, so if you haven't followed me over there, give me a follow. Um, so tonight, I want to talk about how to awaken to the real you. Now, this is not a new age talk that I'm going to have. This is not uh, about meditation or manifestation or anything like that. Uh, this is genuinely about discovering who you really are at a core essence on every level that matters in life. And that's something that I've been able to do and continue doing in my life. This is not a one and done thing. This is a daily search, a daily mission, if you will. So what I want to talk about today a little bit comes from my book. It's called God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. What's up, user 4236931 and a lot more numbers. Uh, what's up? Welcome to the live stream. As we got some people jumping on here, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about how to truly awaken to who you are. To the real person inside, the, the person that God created you to be. Uh, this is something I've struggled with for years. In my opinion and my experience, this is what leads to addictions and depression and poor decisions uh, and genuinely a life and a path to death. Um, and that is exactly what the enemy wants us to believe. That's exactly what uh, he wants us to focus on. And I was stuck in that for years of my life. Um, even when I felt like I was in the right place, doing the right thing, um, serving in the way that I was supposed to, growing in God the way that I was supposed to. I still had this looming doubt and this looming lie over my life. And it wasn't until I gave up a lot of things. What's up, Savvy Girl 07? Welcome. Uh, if you have any questions, drop them down below. I'm talking about how to really wake up to who you are, who you are as a core being that God created you to be on five different levels. Um, and that I've been through a lot in my life where um, I was just on the path to destruction. I was on the path to death. I was on the path to nothing good, nothing close to God, even when I thought I was. What's up, Brian Sable? How are you doing, man? I love your music. Uh, Brian Sable Music Join. Um, man, awesome music. Seriously, keep it up. Um, if you haven't already, you got to do the old school Fireflies by Owl City. That would just be awesome, man. Uh, if you get a chance, I'd love to hear that. So if you haven't checked out Brian, go check out Brian Sable Music. Um, he's awesome. So, uh, But anyway, as I'm talking about Awakening to the real you. This is something I struggled with forever. Guys, I literally started drinking alcohol when I was like 15 years old. Um, I got on all kinds of stuff I shouldn't at that point. And, and really the alcohol is what took me. It was the thing that like numbed me to all these feelings that I had. Numbed me to who I really was. And instead of me leaning into all of these things... I had doctors when I was younger say, you have ADHD, you have depression, you have this, you have that, you have whatever. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to tell anyone what they have to do. But I'm just saying for me, 
it was all of these things that made me who I really am and gave me the value I have to God's kingdom that were ultimately destroying me because I was viewing them through a lie. And I don't like to talk a lot about the devil, but I think there's one thing that most people miss with the devil. Everybody says the devil's out to get you. And I believe he's the father of lies. What's up, Alex uh, Salvador? Welcome. I believe he's the father of lies and he lies to us. And that's his core job is to keep us confused, keep us in the dark, keep us on that path towards destruction. And we all know when we're on it. I think that's the crazy thing is we all know when we're on that path to destruction. Some people it's more violent than others as far as self-destruction and uh, alcoholism or heroin or different things like that. Like there's, there's definitely different levels of this. Sometimes it's just being depressed and knowing that you're not living up to your potential, knowing that you're not stepping into your destiny that God created you for. What's up, board.establish2020. Nice. Uh, good name. Welcome, welcome. If you have any questions, drop them down below. Comments, prayer concerns, I'd love to answer them during this. Uh, but talking about awakening, awakening into five areas of our life. So uh, when I was struggling in my youth, um, I had church. I had plenty of church. I had friends. I had family. I had everything I needed. But what I didn't have is the right data, the truth about who I am. And data can mess us up, guys. It can mess up who we are here, but that makes it to who we are here. Those memories are stored in our body, the pain we experience, the times in our life when uh, we struggle deeply, that's stored in our core. And Jesus came to release all of that and set us free in truth. And that was something I never understood. Like I understood that, okay, I'm a sinner and I need to be saved and blah, 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 blah. Like you hear that at church all the time. Uh, and that's, that's fine because yeah, that's true. But to me, that's only like 1% of the gospel or maybe 10%, uh, because there's so much more to it between the lines about who we really are, that we're a part of God's kingdom. We have rights to that as his kids. And it's so interesting to me that people miss that. And then they want to blame Satan for things. Well, the devil made me do that. Well, no, the lie led you to do that. You believed in doing that. You made a choice out of free will to believe the data you were given instead of testing everything. And the Bible talks about that, to test every spirit. And that's what I do. That's why I build these frameworks because I want to run something through my life multiple times. I want to fail with it. I want to perfect it. I want to find out if it works, find out if it's true. That goes for the word of God. That goes for any lifestyle choices I make. That goes for any friendships I have that goes for my marriage, that goes for my service to my community and my church. I have to run everything through the channels of making sure I am inputting and outputting truth. And I talk a lot in my book about that input and output on five different levels, on your personal, your professional, your communal, your passions, the things that give you drive in life, in your spirituality. All five of those areas make up who we are and you can make decisions immediately based on that framework uh, and know exactly what decision you're supposed to make. Um, 
and I always pray about every decision, but I have that gut movement towards what I'm supposed to do based on those five things. Then I pray, I add that spiritual element to it and I pray on it. And then I believe God leads me to where I'm supposed to be with any given decision based on that. What's up, KJ Thomas? Hey, I think you've been on before. What's up, man? Um, so awakening as your true self. What does this really look like? This is when you're firing on all cylinders. Um, and, and I get to do this pretty much every day. At some point during the day, I'm working on getting this up to where it's like 90% of my day. But where you're just living up to your potential and like you know that the decisions you're making are good. You know that the things that you're providing to this world are good. You know that your heart is in the right direction. How do we know our God's the right God? Okay, so again, that's what I test everything. And so I believe the Bible has the most truth in it. Um, I read other books that are connected to the Bible as well. I, I believe in a concept called the full counsel of the Word of God. And that's where we're getting it from all of those angles, from all five areas, our personal view of it, our professional view of it, because if anything good should work and affect any part of our life. So personal, professional, our community, is it helping our community, our passion does it add passion to our life and does it connect us spiritually and that's why the gospel is such a personal thing um, and i can't sit here and prove to anyone and say our god is the right god but i know this one thing and i've got a great verse here i was going to share it at the end but i think this is perfect for your question uh kj thomas how do we know our god is the right god so in 2 Samuel 7.22 in the New Living Translation, I literally just found this tonight. This is, this is perfect. Uh, how great you are, O sovereign, o sovereign Lord. How great you are, O Sovereign Lord. There is no one like you. We have never, ever heard of another God like you. And so why does that answer your question right there? Because look through history. Look through all the ancient religions. Look through all all of the marvel movies all the dc movies look through all of the star wars lore look through every mythology you can think of there is no god that is truly infinite truly all-knowing truly here forever and has been here forever that is a part of and is everything think about that a part of and is everything and created everything through him everything exists the wall behind me, the lights that are bouncing off my glasses, my hair down to my DNA. We have his signature. All of creation across the infinite galaxies and universes have his signature. And there's no other God like him. No, no other God we've even heard of. And they knew this back then uh, when this book was written and the people that this book was written about. So the Israelites knew there was no other God like you, even though they chose so many times to worship other gods because they were convenient and they were right there in front of them. When really, God is the most convenient right there in front of us because he's in and around and through all of us. And we've never heard of another God like him. There are even multiple religions dedicated to trying to find this God. Even Christianity at many, many points can fail to really 
explain or even guide us to who God really is. And Jesus asked so many questions. If you go through his ministry, he asked questions. Who do you say I am? He said that I don't know how many times. Because it's about that belief. And if you're going to be connected to something, you have to agree to be connected to that something. So I hope that that answers your question. Uh, and by the way, I'm not a pastor, so this is not uh, a theological study in this. This is my experience. Uh, I'm all about the biblical hustle, the biblical success. I'm all about a godly uh, life that serves something greater than us. So I'm by no means perfect and definitely not a pastor here. But uh, I love talking about this stuff. I study it more than anything in my life. And um, this is my business, my ministry, everything right here. So I hope I do uh, uh, justice to it and answer some questions. But uh, Mom Mans, what's up, Mom Mans? Um, welcome to the live stream. So if you're going to wake up to yourself, something that I do, and it's helped me today even, is I have five categories, personal, professional, communal, passion, and spirituality. And in those five categories, I write one-word agreements with myself. What is the agreement I have with myself and who God has created me to be that I do not break? What is my core value in that area? And that's something that you can do as well. It's super easy to do. Um, I talk about it a lot in my book. My book is God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. And it's all about waking up to who we are, who God says we are. Uh, and stepping into that success, because success is not just money, guys. Um, I, I love money. Money is a resource because it, it lets me burn it as fuel towards my mission. And that's what I do. I, I consume the resources I'm given because I'm pushing towards a goal and I've got to have more rocket fuel. So uh, that's really important to me. But I go through in my book and I share different experiences I had in life. I kind of talk about my history Growing up being homeschooled in West Texas, uh, getting uh, hooked hopelessly on alcohol at a young age and drinking for years, drinking and smoking cigarettes, destroying my body and my mind um, and just struggling to find who I was, struggling to step in and say, this is who I am. Hello world, I'm here. I'm going to make a difference on this planet. And that, to me, is why I wrote the book. God just led me to do this in 2020. Uh, I never had any focus to go write a Christian self-help book, if you will. Um, it was just like 2020 hit, and I think it was September 2020. I went, wow, this has been a crap year. Uh, people are hurting. I've never seen people hurt and suffer and be angry and sad and scared and isolated and lonely all at the same time and it broke my heart and it broke my heart because I was getting there. It was affecting my marriage. It was affecting my dogs. Like I've never seen my dogs depressed. Uh, and you know, we, we battled that by getting out every day and hiking and biking and walking, uh, trying to stay in shape and get sunshine and try to stay healthy and just connect to God, connect to his creation because that's our plug in. I believe we plug into God through his creation. You know, People make the mistake of worshiping his creation, but we plug into him through it. Uh, it's just a mechanism. It's a tool to find him. 
and that's how I use it. Uh, it's super important to me, big part of my life actually. So, but I wrote this book and, um, I just had this idea like that, like, God, you made me such a dynamic human being and I have all these thoughts in my head and I know other people do too. And like, I'll work towards one of them and then I get distracted over here with work and then church over here and then my marriage and my business and there's just so many things up in the air and like, like God, there's got to be a way to organize that. There's got to be a way to look in the mirror and know who I am. Uh, and the Bible talks about a man who looks at the scriptures. It's like, is, and then walks away and ignores them is like a man that looks in the mirror uh, and knows that he needs to fix something about his appearance and, and just walks away and does nothing about it. And, and how stupid that sounds. How many times do we do that? We have an opportunity to really know ourselves to really be self-aware, to really look at who we are and who God created us to be and say, hey, thank you, God. Thank you. I'm dynamic. I'm unique. I'm imperfect. I have things I love about myself, things I don't love about myself, but they're all me. And you made me. And thank you. And I want to know that creation. I think we should know this creation first and then connect to God through his other creations and through conversations and through being in the outdoors and being connected to the earth, being connected to each other. And that starts with being connected to ourself, through our mind, our body, and our spirit. And again, this is not a new age thought about this. What's up, TG Michael? Welcome. Um, I've been talking here about uh, how do we know our God is the right God. I've been talking about how to awaken to yourself. Um, and I'm talking right now about my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. And how uh, in that book I wrote a lot about my past and the pathways that I've been on and kind of connecting to ourselves. Hi, amen, amen, absolutely. Um, truly, 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 this is some good stuff tonight. So I'm, I'm going to start doing this good little after hours thing here, somewhere between 10 and 11 o'clock, just kind of for you guys that are trying to wind down. I just want to bring the tone down from the normal daytime kind of energy that I try to bring and just do something unique here, a little after hours vibe for you guys. So, um, and thank you guys for this community, by the way, crazy, crazy thing here. Um, that I started TikTok in like late, late, late February. I had an account way before that, but I never did a whole lot with it. Like posted a few videos, nothing consistent with this tonality. And I was like coming out of 2020, like I wrote this book. I just felt like God had like laid it on my heart. I hate that saying because it sounds so mystical, but really it was just like this nagging thing of like, Hey, you need to write this down. You know, cub I'm cub by the way, if you don't know my real name it's Jacob cub Cooker. and cub is, uh, my brother couldn't say Jacob when he was little. So he just called me cub and that stuck forever. Cub Cooker. Uh, what's up, Raul Jackson? Welcome to the live stream. Drop me a comment if you have a question about this subject. I'd love to answer your question. Um, so anyway, that's my real name. So welcome. Uh, but I wrote this book. I just, and I know I'm rambling here because it's late. I'm tired, but we're bringing the tone down. We're just chilling here. So um, wrote this book and uh, it's like a legit full book. I mean, like literally, I don't remember how many words are in it. Like it's a full book. Like if I were to print it, it's a legit book. I'm pretty proud of it. 
uh, not proud because I did it, but like, wow, I did it. Like, I can't believe I wrote a full book. Uh, so it's not the be best written book in the world, but I know it's going to be a bestseller one day uh, because it's, it's important. It's got some crazy good stuff in it. And I'm like, just thank you, God. Like, it's just like he flowed through me. Um, and so a little bit about that process, I sat here and wrote that book. I dictated it through this microphone that I have. I have this big microphone. Let's see if I can show you guys this. If I can flip the camera around here and show you. I'm in my studio here. This microphone, I talked through this every day. And I put it out here onto the computer screen down here. And it was, it was powerful because speaking the words was powerful. Uh, if you're ever going to write a book, speak the words before you commit to it. Because when you hear them, it changes things. That's why the Word of God is powerful. When we read it out loud, and when we repeat those words back, they become a part of our reality. Let me say that again. When we read those words out loud, and we agree to them, it becomes a part of our reality. And that's really, really important when it comes to anything we read, any data we take in. We're either going to agree with it or disagree with it. If we agree with it and, and it backs up prior belief concepts or challenges them and sets above them in truth and we make an agreement to that, it becomes a part of our reality. And it's so cool how that works. Like God programmed us as these amazing creatures that can take in ideas. Amen again. What's up? That we can take in these ideas and literally process them and then output them again into a creation. And that is a signature of divine right there. There's no other creature on this planet. We don't know if there are on other planets. I don't know. But on this planet, there's no other creature that can take in data, process it, and then create something unique from it. Pushing a new creation out into the world for anything other than survival. So a beaver builds a beaver dam, a sparrow builds a bird's nest, um, a fox may build a fox den, and we've, we've observed in animals, sometimes they play and stuff, and that's really cool. Uh, and, and maybe they're exhibiting that of their creator too, but on the level that we can do it, on the level that we can do it, there's no other animal that can do that, and, and that makes us very special. So we should look at that. We should look in the mirror of Scripture, look in the mirror of ourselves. And that's why I love this five-fold idea and this five-fold framework. You can grab it in my book. It's brilliancementor.com, brilliancementor.com slash book. It's a free download, a full legitimate book, free. Uh, and I wanted to do that because I didn't want anyone to be separated from the ability to know what I believe God spoke through me onto the pages in this incredible idea. It's like a field guide for Christian success. And I think there's a ton of concepts in there. Uh, what's up, SuSme05? Um, there's a ton of concepts in that book, God-given gifts of brilliance, that I think a lot of people need and a lot of Christians need, and a lot of believers need, and a lot of people who are on the fence need uh, because I needed it. I needed it. And somebody who's been trying to serve God his whole life and really been messing up or a lot of his life uh, and just going his own way. And, no, I want to do this. No, I want to do that. 
and finally submitting to God and saying, you know what, Lord, I'm going to take off right now. From about September through December, I focused exclusively on writing my book. I wrote the whole thing. I edited it. I ran it by friends and family. I went back and re-edited it um, and got it got it reading pretty, pretty darn good. Pretty happy with how it turned out. Um, like I said, full book, legitimate book. You can download it for free. What's up, Jesus is my truth. Welcome to the live stream. BrillianceMentor.com slash book. Download it free. Uh, leave me a review on it if you can. I'd love to know your opinion on it. Um, everyone who's read it so far has had incredible things to say about it, about the power of it, the truth of it. Uh, the life-changing application of it. That's what I actually wrote it for, is to give you frameworks, give me frameworks to look at myself and go, this is who I am. And know that every day in a simple five-part equation that we can just look at ourselves every day when we're, hey, what's up? Jesus is my truth. I saw your wave. Uh, Stirko Bello, what's up? Welcome. Uh, we're doing like the nighttime chill live stream here, so... My daytime one is a lot more energy and kind of uh, normally walk around the yard or something, but I wanted to do the chill nighttime one. Um, and I wanted to say thank you, you guys. Talking about this brand, Brilliance Mentor. What's up, FBI Agent 88795? Very ominous there. Um, Brilliance Mentor is a brand, I guess. It's really a movement. I started it as a brand, as my brand, like a personal brand. And it's quickly, because of this app, because of TikTok, it's turning into a movement. And I'm very, very excited about that. So thank you. What's up, Marcus Polo? Uh, welcome. I'm so excited about that because you guys have done this. Uh, everybody on the live streams, everybody in the comments, uh, all the haters, lots of haters. That's great, too. Um, all of the people that are encouraging this movement. Uh, I've had so many incredible comments. Thank you, I needed this. I'm so glad I found your channel. Uh, you speak the truth. I can't believe it took me this long to find you. Uh, what's up, Dave T.A. Stafford? What's up, T.Y. Funny? Uh, got a bunch of people jumping on here, so that's awesome. Will God talk to you if meditation on the Word of God? I know not like talk, but could explain okay so will god talk to you if you meditate on the word oh absolutely yeah so i meditate on the word all the time and i try not to get like crazy with trying to read like the whole bible in a day uh, i try to take um what i actually do here's an awesome app for you you can download it on any version of a phone it's called the daily audio bible a guy named brian harden reads it and he's incredible he's got a great voice He'll actually take you through the whole Bible in a year, and it's completely free. Uh, he's built a movement as well, and that's what I'm talking about here on Brilliance Mentor. Uh, I started seriously like at the end of February, and you guys have blown this up, and God has blown this up. Uh, we're over 7,000 strong now, and I'm like blown away. I've, I've run marketing agencies before. I've done uh, a videography company. I've run ads for... Uh, myself and churches and organizations and all kinds of stuff and I've gotten lots of views by paying for them and pushing people to websites and everything and that's great and I've done a lot of good that way 
but to do the organic thing and like this was not like my business to be like you know a consultant or something this is not what i thought i would be doing so i'm doing like biblical success and biblical hustle and like uh like christian self-help type things here and so and i'm not a pastor but uh you ask will god talk to you if you meditate on the word i'm telling you right now that's the only time god talks to me uh that and when i'm out in nature connected to him and when i'm in prayer Um, and i try to do that all day Uh, and that's what i talk about too in my book that input and output is so important like we are a mechanism human beings are like a gear and in this gear is our creativity and if we input ideas thoughts books scripture meditations prayer and we build our brilliance and then on the back side of that we output out into the world we mentor others we share what we've learned we take the time to love on people we take the time to be real with people Uh, we make connections with others we output into the world in the middle of that you have your input and your output that gear that turns sparks creativity like you would never believe and that to me is where god talks to me right in the middle of that where i'm learning and growing and praying and meditating and reading scripture and reading different books Uh, my goal this year is 24 books last year i did like 18 i think So I'm trying to do like a good even 24 this year, um, trying to read books that all kind of flow into the next one. Instead of reading random stuff, I read all nonfiction. I've done Grant Cardone's books, all of his. Um, I'm doing a study right now on the book of Enoch. Um, I work through the Bible every day. And so my input, and I've got another comment here, tips and advice on hearing from God and the Holy Spirit. Great. This is what we're talking about right now. So input and output, like we are creative beings. That's what God made us. Like that's his signature on us is what I believe. So it says in the Bible that we're created in his own image. And I believe that signature, just like a baby mimics his father by doing something that daddy does, we create. We're always trying to create. And sometimes we create to destroy. Sometimes we pick up a bottle. Sometimes we shoot up. Sometimes we snort. Sometimes we uh, sleep around sometimes we uh, look at stuff we shouldn't on the internet sometimes whatever it is we're still creating it's still that inherent desire to create but we're just creating against ourselves and that's where the enemy that's where the devil comes in and the father of lies again i'm not big on the devil like oh the devil made me do it but it's the father of lies that like hey we've got to do that to be filled somehow some way we've got to do that and so that's what that input that prayer that scripture and i'll just walk you through my day real quick again i'm not a pastor i'm not perfect at all like i'm just a guy who has struggled a lot of his life i've been in creative industries my whole life been a super creative guy always wanting to create and i've created against myself and against god's kingdom a lot and i started to understand finally after many years why i was doing that because i didn't know who i was and i didn't recognize the beauty and how imperfect he created me we're always sold that we're sinful and even the enemy can use that against us because then we start to feel bad about ourselves 
But when we look at ourselves as a beautiful creation, and we think about the idea that sin was introduced into our DNA, that changes the game for us. So hearing from God and the Holy Spirit, absolutely, definitely, um, the input is big on that. And the output, because the output tests, like going and teaching back to your parents or your brother or a friend or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and just sharing that input that you're getting. So my day, real quick, and I've got another question here by Jesus is my truth. So my day is I start in the morning, run through the shower, get going. As I'm brushing my teeth, I'm hitting the Daily Audio Bible with Brian Harden. That takes me about 15 minutes just while I'm kind of getting ready, feed the dogs, all that good stuff. And I get the word in me. I don't even have to hear everything. And this is really important. Input should become a passive pastime for you. Not always an active learning where you're like, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to learn something today. <clears throat> for me, it, it has become a passive pastime. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm even thinking about the day. But then I hear, just like today, 2 Samuel 7.22, How great you are, O sovereign Lord. There is no one like you. We have never, ever heard another God like you. So I hear that in 15 minutes of dialogue where Brian's sharing, but that sticks in my head all day. Then I go do my training. I train on another platform for sales training, for leadership training uh, with Grant Cardone. And so I do that um, in the morning while I drive to get coffee. And I like to get out of the house because now I'm starting to output. I've input already and I'm getting out of the house and I'm going to output into the world. I'm gonna say hi to the barista. She's gonna say hi to the dogs. I pull up out front, I order my coffee to the vehicle. I get to visit for a minute with the barista. And then I get to go about my way, wave at a few people. I live in a small town, West Texas, Canyon, Texas out here, beautiful little town, uh, right at the top of Texas. That little hat on Texas. We're right there by the Paladuro Canyon. And I get to see the canyon every day when I drive by. We live on a spur of it right out here. It's absolutely beautiful. So now I'm outputting. I've input already and I'm outputting. And while I'm driving and outputting, I've got my training with Grant Cardone going, which is Mr. 10X. If you've never heard of 10X movement, that's an awesome movement, especially if you're in business for yourself. Definitely go check that out. Uh, if you're not, then uh, probably not a great place to start yet, but um, for, for me, that's inputting and I'm still inputting and I'm outputting out into the world. Then I come back and I shoot a TikTok, and I shoot another one and another one and I'm outputting, I'm outputting, I'm outputting while I'm uploading those, checking emails, uh, responding to emails, um, going with the output still, but I've already input now at this point, probably over an hour between the 15 to 20 to even 30 minute daily audio Bible. Sometimes I listen to the prayers on the end. That's a big part of my day is connecting to other believers. So input and output in the middle there is that creative spark that I'm talking about. And that is how I'm able to every single day keep myself in a creative flow. That is a gift that God has given me. He's given all of us that gift and no one teaches on how to do this and it drives me nuts. And I just want, that's what I'm here to do is help you guys stay in that creative flow, stay in your natural state of beauty, the way God created you. 
uh, and keep you away from the lies. Because you, if you even watch the news right now, you are sold a lie by everything. Someone's opinion, someone's side of things. And not to get political at all. It doesn't matter what form of it you watch. You're always watching someone's POV on a situation. And so truth is truth. Truth is not subjective. It's objective. I believe that. I believe truth is truth. So uh, Jesus is my truth. Speaking of truth. Can't Satan implement thoughts into your head because I've been fighting against them every day? Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about, about input here. Um, I'm inputting so much into here all day that when I see a really crappy news story, something that wants to scare me, something that wants to get me in fear mode, something that wants to get me thinking negative thoughts about myself, about my family, about my wife, I'm inputting so much already and I'm outputting based on what I'm inputting because as I'm outputting, I'm testing and then I'm going to keep doing the same things. <coughs> Excuse me. It's just like a muscle. You're working that muscle every day. And I promise you, if you do that, do that for 30 days and those thoughts in your head, you'll be a new person. That's how you win the war with your mind. Your mind is that battlefield. And Satan always wants to take that over first. Um, and if you're keeping that strong, then you can keep other things strong. I add then, in that output, I add my physical exercise to that too. I just bought an electric mountain bike and I've been riding that every day. I uh, actually had a crash, whoops, the other day on Friday. And it was not as epic as it should have been for as hurt as I got. Uh, but I was bruised up and covered in cactus all down the side and hurt my knee and my hip and my ankle. Nothing major, but it's taken me several days to recover. So in my mind, I'm telling myself, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't, you're too old to do this. You need to quit being, you know. But then I'm like, no, you're not a daredevil. This is a gift God gave you. Push through it. Rehab your knee. Get back on the bike. Keep going. So, and I spent a lot of money on this bike. It's, it's like a really nice electric mountain bike. So this was not a small investment. I mean, I could have paid for 10 years of a gym membership with this thing. Uh, so literally, I've got to make, make use of it. And it's that commitment to continue with the input, win that war, and make sure, because you have to intake the lies, guys. You're going to. I have to every day. Like, I'm going to hear a lie but if I'm outputting on that lie, even if I'm just saying it out loud to disagree with it or saying scripture over it to agree with scripture over the lie, then now I'm outputting. And so I'm making a reality around my beliefs. That's so important. That's what no, I've never heard a church teach that. And that's something that Jesus practiced. He asked questions and he got agreement or disagreement to those questions. And that was how he built his movement. Um, okay, I've been fighting against him so much, like he's saying bad things about the kingdom of God. And I know it's not the truth, but he keeps picking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's always going to do that. <clears throat> so know this, though. You have rights as a child of God to the kingdom of God. And so, you know, you know the verse we all do, I'm sure, of it's not flesh and blood that we battle against, but with spirits and principalities and powers in the world uh, and our minds, our minds. 
so when he pushes those things at you, um, if you remember in the Bible, when he takes Jesus out into the wilderness and he says, I'll give you all the kingdoms and he's trying to get him to agree with him, even though he's using scripture against it. And so Jesus asks, is asking him questions back and then making statements back and claiming authority over what God's given him, over that kingdom, over that dominion. And we have rights to that through Christ. So know that, and you can battle that with that. That's the best way I've found to do it. Um, and, and just practice this, what I'm talking about, input and output. Like in one stroke. This is not a, in the morning I'm going to input, and in the evening I'm going to output. This is like a, it's a one stroke. It's just like swimming, input, output input output like to move forward you got to input and then output to push forward like input you're gaining ground output you're pushing forward gain ground push forward gain ground push forward i hope that's a good visual so it's not the truth but he's going to keep pounding at your back like i know i know um and the best way to battle a lie is with truth and to stand on that truth. And Jesus said, and I just did a study with my church, uh, got the lead part of that um, with one of my pastors on the book of John. And there's a great verse in there where Jesus says, I came to testify to the truth. And to testify to means to stand in defense of, to attribute to, to guard, to testify to the truth. And that's why he came. So that's your key right there. And that's why Christ is the leader of the church. That's why that whole thing makes sense. He's the head of our body. And these five areas of the life that I'm talking about, personal, professional, communal, passion, and spiritual. If you're struggling with him telling you lies right now, it's probably because one of those is out of whack. And that's another big thing to look for. If you're out of whack and you have personal beliefs that are in disagreement with your professional, with your community that you surround yourself with, your friends and family, uh, with your passions in life, the things that truly make you happy and give you joy and give you energy, or your spiritual beliefs, any of those, anything that's in disagreement, the devil will slip right in there and tell you a lie that will bridge that gap and spread that gap wider so your content is cool what's up that boy that boy fabio nice nice name okay i gotta like read y'all's names because they're really light gray and it's super hard to see them but the comment pops out so uh especially when i'm red, wearing a bright shirt by the way my wife and her family are from nebraska so that's why i'm wearing this this is like my bedtime shirt. So we're doing the chill nighttime stream here. So uh, your content is cool. Well, thank you. Um, so I'm going to probably be jumping off here in a little bit, but do know that five parts to you guys. God made you brilliantly. Like he didn't make broken people. That was introduced by another being, by another entity, sin. That original sin. And if you have a chance to read the book of Enoch, you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm reading a study on that right now. It's very interesting. It was left out of the Bible, but not for reasons you would think. Like, not for, uh, oh, it's not true, but because, like, oh, there's too much information in that, and there's enough in this one. 
So I'm reading a scholar that talks about that right now. It's kind of like, it's really good, but it's really deep. And I'll try to actually do a whole live stream on his book. Maybe I could get him on a live stream. That would be pretty cool. So, um, anyway, that's, uh, that's going to be my, uh, kind of my live stream for tonight. So I got to look up somebody's, uh, I was just given this revelation, Luke one, seven, eight, Luke one, 78. I'm going to check it out because I'm not a Bible scholar, so I don't know. <coughs> they even quote Enoch in the new Testament. So I say it's valid. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's quoted in the New Testament. It's quoted in Old Testament scripture. Uh, it was widely regarded as like, you know, a legit book. So um, it was just a lot of information. Um, but I talk about like that original sin um, that the watchers came down on Mount Hermon. The book I'm talking about is called Reversing Hermon, by the way. It's a pretty scholarly book, but it's really good. So if you're into that kind of thing, you can check it out. I can't remember the author's name, but... Uh, because of God's deep compassion, the dawn from heaven will break upon us. Ooh, that's good. Luke 1, 78. Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse 78. Because of God's deep compassion, the dawn from heaven will break upon us. So thank you for sharing that, by the way. Uh, JDL, JD Legacy. JD Legacy, thank you for sharing that. So um, anyway... Um, yeah, it's been a good live stream tonight, like good, good stuff kind of getting into it here. So I feel it in my spirit. God's returning soon. You know, I think we all do. And here's why I want to say that is because the disciples felt it too. And here's the crazy thing, guys, like time is not relative at all to God. Like it's not relative to anything in his kingdom. Time is nothing to his kingdom. So the reason we're all feeling it from the time of Christ to now is because it is here. It is at the door. No matter how long in time it is, could happen tomorrow, could happen tonight during this live stream. No matter how long it is, time is not relative to God's kingdom. And there's different principles that his kingdom runs on. And this earth was set up around those kingdom principles. Everything we have on earth is set up around those principles. And that's what's crazy. And time is here for us to measure things with. But to God, there is no beginning and there is no end. There is no measure. Amen. Amen. So anyway, I love you guys. And thank you so much for seven over 7,000 in this community. That just blows me away. So I'm here to keep bringing like biblical training, biblical ideas, um, the Christian hustle to you guys. We're going to talk about some business stuff, some side hustles you guys can do. And I want to include scriptures and in all of that uh, because I don't want to be a guru on here telling you go make money, do this or that. I want to talk about real legitimate uh, like hustles that we can do uh, as Christians, as believers, whatever you want to identify as. Even if you're on the fence or you're agnostic watching this, welcome. I love questions, comments, concerns from all different sides here. So check it out later if you get a chance. Um, oh yeah, Marcus Polo, your shareable personal declarations. I need to go watch his. Uh, he's talking about Craig Groeschel, actually. That guy is awesome. Um, and I've watched a lot of his content. I'm actually, that's one of the 24 books I'm doing this year. I'm about halfway through his new book, uh, Winning the War of Your Mind. And it's, it's fantastic. So 
uh, but I need to come up with my shareable personal declarations. I'm literally, Marcus, I'm going to make a note on my desk right here so that I will do that tomorrow. That will be my first TikTok of the day tomorrow. So thank you for reminding me. Matthew 24, 14, I'm going to write that down too and check it out later. So thank you, JD Legacy. So, But anyway, seriously, I love you guys. I think you guys are awesome. Uh, I just want to build a community here. Like I, I wanted to build a business um, and now I want to build a community because I think this is where it's at. This is real. I've had more interaction with you guys in the last you know month and a half building this thing than I have in years of doing business. So I'm not a very good entrepreneur, self-proclaimed. I'm not great at that, but I do believe in the hustle. I believe in the hustle and I believe in God's blessing over our life and him bringing resources so that we can go out and glorify him because that's what it's been about for me. So <clears throat> losing my voice here from talking. Uh, of course, thanks for hearing me out. My spirit led me to your life. Amen. Amen. Uh, you guys are all spirit led here. I believe that. And I'm spirit led to you. So um, if you haven't, grab my book, brilliancementor.com slash book. It's totally free. Uh, drop your email in there and then it'll appear in your email and you can download it. I did create an offer today. I reworked an offer around that. So if you do want to go deeper with me for $37, you can do the virtual experience of the book. And I think there's over 100 videos in there now with me teaching the book. Plus I read the book, plus you get the audio book, plus you get another download of the book, um, plus you get a workbook that I created to go with the book so you can take the framework and apply your life to it and start crushing your goals and dreams and making sure that they're on the path that God laid out for you specifically. So anyway, JD Legacy, amen, thank you. Y'all are awesome, seriously, thank you. I'm definitely gonna do more of these uh, 11 o'clock live streams because this is great, so. Thank you guys. Go out, bless others. Be brilliant. Don't forget it and don't let the enemy lie to you. You're brilliant. Keep growing that brilliance and outputting that. Mentor others. Share with others. Love you. Have a great night. Peace.